Good morning and welcome to the Mind Time Podcast. I'm calling this episode, episode 2.5, because in episode two, we talk about questions that we need answered before going back to church. And I wrapped up editing on that episode last night, and then I woke up to something that um, is really important to that question. And so today, just briefly, I just want to talk about um, church and why opening up versus staying closed are not enough options. I was reading a post um, from a preacher this morning and a lot of preachers have been taking polls. I mentioned that in episode two that Bishop Jakes had asked, you know, are the church members comfortable? I saw it again from another church leader on Instagram this morning. I actually commented, which I very rarely do on social media um, with people that I don't know personally. And it just kind of stirred up something in my spirit and just reminded me of how important this question is before going back to church. So I want to talk about that for a little bit and just address that and kind of get that um, off of my chest. And I didn't want to totally redo episode two. So this is episode 2.5. Let's talk about church and why opening up versus staying closed are not enough options. So welcome to the Mind Time Podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Chambers, a.k.a. JC Revealed, a.k.a. Quay, where we are slightly Southern, highly spiritual, but here to make you think. It is 6.25 a.m. and I am up and talking, so my voice is probably raspy and low, but I really needed to get this off of my chest. Um, a lot of preachers have been um, taking polls from Christians and believers and their church members about whether or not they feel comfortable coming back to church if church were to open tomorrow. And I mentioned this at the end of episode two, talking about the Twitter post that I saw from Bishop T.D. Jakes that asked the question, um, are the members comfortable? And I saw it again this morning on Instagram. Again, another preacher asking the same question, are members comfortable? And so I actually did something that I very rarely do, and that's comment on someone's post, and I don't know them personally. I usually just read and consume and just kind of let things be what they are. But I felt pretty strongly about this topic and left a long message. So here's my take on the issue and pretty much what I left in the comment section. All I have really heard up until this point are two options. We either open up church or churches remain closed. And I would like to argue that those are not enough options. And I speak as someone who is a member of a local church body. I visit local church bodies. I am a ministry leader. And I talk about these kinds of issues in regards to the church because I'm passionate about them. But what I have not heard is a plan from anybody as far as what opening up their church looks like. And that's what I put in the comments. What is the plan? What is the contingency? I personally would like to hear a church leader say, these are the precautions that we are going to take. These are the new measures that we are putting into place. And if something happens, this is what you can expect from us. Because I feel that the bottom line issue and the underlying issue under all of this is the threat of having to reinterrupt 
what we are now trying to get back on track. So we stayed closed, we opened back up, but because the spread asymptomatically is such a big factor in this COVID-19 virus, we have to have a plan for if an outbreak happens or if a member tests positive or several members test positive, what is the plan? Are y'all gonna shut the church back down? Are you going to sanitize the building? Are you going to encourage people to go get tested? What is the plan when there is the threat of reinterruption of the service? That's what I really want to know and want to hear from church leaders before going back to church, because I think both things can be dangerous. I think staying closed too long can be dangerous because then people get comfortable, you know, and so it's kind of like, yeah, we could take it or leave it. But I also think opening it back up like a free for all and we just going to all pile back up in here and we just going to shout all over the place and have worship is also a bad idea. To me, that's irresponsible. And I've heard every justification from, oh, I got a strong prayer life. God's got me covered. I'm covered by the blood and all the super spiritual answers that you can give. And here's the thing. I believe every single one of those answers is true. But I also cannot divorce the fact that God calls us to operate in wisdom. And what God told us in the Bible, in all thy getting, get an understanding. You're talking about people making decisions who don't understand the virus. They don't have the virus. All they have are witness accounts to people who have struggled with that. Have you talked to people who have the virus and what their concerns are? and what the challenges they faced and how scary it is before you start asking people and just busting up the doors to your church? What about those people? Have you sat down and really considered what you're putting at risk with the way that you're doing it? There's gonna be risk regardless when you're talking about opening back up anything. But have you really counted the cost, right? The Bible also talks about that. Count the cost before you begin. So we're not out here looking like these politicians and sounding like these politicians who are out here talking about, oh, there are more important things than living. Are you serious? And yes, he is an elected official in Texas where I'm from. Just downright embarrassing. But this is what we face if we don't stop and we don't give serious consideration to the choices that we're making. And all I'm saying and all I'm pleading with leaders for is to consider what does opening look like what does that look like no we cannot stay closed so we do have to open at some point but can you come to me with a plan can you paint that picture for me i mean in episode two we take a more comical approach to these questions but it stems from being able to imagine what we're going to need as we come back and so any place where a leader does not fill in the gaps, you leave it up to me, one, to interpret, and then two, to imagine. And y'all, I have a strong imagination. It can go any kind of way. So yes, the questions are valid, but it's also open for interpretation. And I believe that's the reason why God gives us wisdom literature in the Bible. And that's what Proverbs 29 and 18 talks about. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. 
How can I be happy in keeping the new rules and the new protocols of coming back into worship if you have not told me what they are? And if you have not painted the vision and the picture, the Bible talks about people perishing, which you can take that one way, or another translation, people cast off restraint. And that's another thing I don't need people doing is coming to church unconstrained. Because sure, you may be healthy, you may have already had the virus, you may have antibodies that don't make you susceptible to the virus anymore, but what about me and my house? What about the fact that I have elderly grandparents? What about the fact that my parents have underlying issues? So yeah, you good and you asymptomatic, but what does it mean when we're talking about coming back into worship when we look at the command to love our neighbor? Yeah, you want to come back in and get your good Baptist shout on and all of that's fine, but what about your neighbor? And that's the thing that if we're not careful about, society will infiltrate the church and make it all about us and me and mine and we good. And since we good, you need to open up so I can be good because I need church and I need worship and I need fellowship. And listen, I'm not saying at all that these are easy choices or easy decisions. And I think our leaders and our preachers and our pastors need much prayer as they have to grapple not only with their own spirituality and faith and what church means to them personally, but for the greater good of their congregations and for the global church collectively. So the whole purpose of episode 2.5 is just to simply ask leaders and pastors and preachers to really give consideration to what does reopening look like? Can you all start to repaint that picture for us as members of the congregation, members of the body of Christ, members of local communities? What is the plan? What are the precautions? What are the measures? How should we conduct ourselves in worship? And how are we going to keep the vulnerable populations of our community safe? God is a protector. God is a healer. God is a way maker. God is in control. God knows all. God sees all. And God loves all. So at any point, if we operate like one person's life is not as important as another. That's where we fall into the trap of thinking like the world thinks. Because people out here on the streets are trying to put money over the lives of people and the economy over people's health and well-being, especially in underserved communities. And so what I hope I don't see is us getting back to church and continuing to greet one another and passing of the peace and fellowship times like normal, but you can't shake the pastor's hand now. Or maybe we're social distancing in the pews, but you got a full choir stand full of people standing right next to each other. I hope that we don't come back with double standards. What is applicable for one life should be applicable for another life. And so we should have consistency across the board for whatever that is and however that looks like to keep everybody safe. But we need a plan. And if your plan is to just not come to church until you can come back to church like you used to be at church, then I think you have missed something. But that's just my two cents on the issue. Again, the reason for episode 2.5 is to just ask leaders to consider starting to paint the picture for us as Christians and members 
of what reopening looks like. Let's change the conversation from do we open up or do we stay closed? And let's move the conversation to how do we open in a way that is protective, that uses good wisdom, that maximizes all the resources we have at our disposal, whether that's in church or whether online, and how do we continue to engage and care for the people that make up our communities and our local bodies. That is all I would like to put out here for thought in today's episode. So as always, you can join us online for the Mind Time Mingle, and you can be a part of these conversations that we're having about the church and other questions we have before going back to church, facebook.com backslash Podcast. You can check out the website, mindtimepodcast.com, and you can also follow us on IG, mindtime underscore podcast. So we hope that you will like and follow us on any or all of these platforms. And as always, you can subscribe to the Mind Time Podcast on Apple Podcast or Spotify. So until episode three, we hope that you stay well and be blessed. Until we meet again. Mm-hmm.